This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome to the Fly the W670 podcast, season two, episode seven. Nico Horner gets no love. I'm Dustin Rhodes, executive producer of the Mully and Haw Show. Guys are on 530 to 10, Monday through Friday on The Score. Of course, The Score is your radio home for Cubs baseball, and as always, I'm joined by my buddy Crowley, and Crowley, we want to remind everybody to listen, download, review, and most importantly, subscribe to our podcast, and to follow us on the socials, Fly the W670 on Twitter, Instagram, and Fly the W on Facebook, or email us at flythew670 at gmail.com. Again, this one, Crowley, we're calling it, Nico Horner gets no love. Yeah, well, why does everybody not give Nico love, man? I, I, I don't get it. it it's, it's struggling here. So for those of you that don't know, MLB Network this week released their top 10 list for the different positions, right? And so this has really nothing to do with, uh, you know, starting pitching or anything like that, just, just focusing on the position players, right? And, you know, let's, let's be honest. The Cubs don't have a top 10 catcher. You know, we don't know as far as center fielder is concerned. Uh, first and third, obviously, clearly not. But, you know, they there was, you know, two guys that made it and one that was completely snubbed that shocked me. So we figured we'd kind of look at this list right here. And when we look at the left fielders, right, I'm going to go down on the list. Eloy Jimenez, former Cub and current White Sox, is ranked 10th. Ian Hamp, your Chicago Cub, all-star Golden Glover, Ninth, Michael Bradley Brantley, eighth from Houston. Tyler O'Neill from St. Louis, seventh. Stephen Kwan from the Guardians is in six. Randy Rosarena from Tampa Bay, five. Taylor Ward from the Angels, four. Kyle Schwarber, former Cub 2016 World Series hero, at number three. Juan Soto, number two, the $500 million man. And number one, Jordan Alvarez from the Houston Astros last year. Didn't even make the rankings. All so right, hold on, Crowley. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, lists are great. I love lists. Lists are great for podcasts, which is what we're doing. They're great for sports talk radio, which is what I do for my full-time job. But I thought you, it says left fielders, right? So yes. you, you started at 10 and worked your way up. 
And Aloy Jimenez is god-awful. We could just start there. Michael Brantley, Houston. Okay, he's eighth. He was fourth. Number one, Jordan Alvarez, Houston. I'm confused. Yeah, I, you know it. it they it's, got two uh, guys. They got two guys in the top ten playing the same position. Yeah, yeah, that's what they got. So, <laughs> I mean, bizarre. Now, I remember when the Cubs traded. It was the big trade, Eloy Jimenez for and uh, Dylan Cease for um, trading for Jose Quintana. And I never had a problem with trading Eloy Jimenez. And the reason I didn't Cease made me nervous. I didn't think that should have been a throw-in. Um, but Eloy made me nervous, or, or Eloy, I was never worried about at the time because there was no DH in the National League. If uh, where I sit, my season tickets are on the uh, left field side, upper deck, first row. So I have seen my share of phenomenal left fielders, and I've seen my share of bad left fielders. And I put Eloy Jimenez in the top five worst fielding <laughs> left fielders. <laughs> That I ever seen. Okay. I, I'm, I, you know, I, I've seen, oh God, I, I remember Adam Dunn just absolutely murdering that position. Yeah. But, but Eloy is definitely in the top five worst left fielders I've ever seen play at Wrigley Field. And so if he's going to be on this list, wouldn't you have to say he have to be one of the top five hitters in baseball, right? Like he didn't have that good of a season last year. And, and, and he's an awful fielder. And this is the problem that they're having on the south side. They're arguing and fighting with him because he wants to play left field and they want him just to DH right. because anybody with two eyes can see the guy can't play the field. Well, now they're talking about playing him in right field, Crowley. That was the that was a scuttlebutt this week, the White Sox scuttlebutt, until they had their off-the-field issues with their uh, newly acquired starting pitcher. We don't have to get into that right now. But um, now he is playing around in right field, and he said, I'm not sure that I'm willing to accept – being the DH. I know this is the Cubs podcast, not the White Sox podcast, but there is a connection because, of course, Eloy was property of the Cubs at one point. And we talked about Trey Mancini's press conference where he says, put me where you need me. First base, DH, corner outfield spots. And now this has been the problem with Eloy, and that's why I never had a problem. I I wasn't crying any tears when we lost him. Super Um, refreshing, by the way, to hear somebody like Trey Mancini answer the question like he did. Now also, Crowley, before we move on, before we get out of left field, I got to have one more thing to say. Okay, Kyle Schwarber, number three. Okay, still the one that got away. He's the one yeah. that got away, and they had to. Jed and Theo had to have seen DH coming at that point when they let him get away, and that is the one that I think is going to sting the most. Kyle Schwarber, the one that got away because you didn't get a bag of balls for the guy. You got nothing. Right, it wouldn't have hurt to kept him on, and if you wanted to trade him, trade him, whatever. But yeah, that one, that one hurts, and that's where I'm talking about. Kyle Schwarber is a guy very similar to Ian Happ on this list that I would say really improved his defense. Remember, Kyle has had some tough moments out there in left field, and I think over the years he has improved greatly. And plus the fact that he just mashes home runs. I think you know when I look at the list. You know, I don't have a real big problem seeing Schwarber three, but do you think Ian Happ at nine uh, is a little bit lower? Do you think that's they got that about right? Uh, maybe about right. I mean, this is just in case everybody, if you're not paying super close attention, this is all of baseball. So this isn't a National League. This is an American League and National League. This is all of baseball in here. So I think it's about right. Here's the other thing I like about these lists. 
I know if I were playing Major League Baseball and I saw where I was ranked or not included, that that would be a huge motivational factor for me. So I like the fact that Ian Happ is down at nine and has nowhere to go but up. Absolutely. And so we move on to the shortstop list, which Cub fans should be very interested in, as that was a position that we talked endlessly about as there were four shortstops on that free agency. Number 10, Wander Franco with the Rays. Number nine, Tim Anderson from the White Sox. Eight, William Adamas from the Bre- Willie Adamas from the Brewers. Seven, Bo Bichette from the Blue Jays. Number six, Dan B. Swanson, new free agent for the Cubs. Number five, Francisco Landor for the Mets. Number four, Corey Seager of the Rangers. Three, Xander Bogarts, formerly of Boston, now with the Padres. Carlos Correa, formerly of the Twins, then with the Giants, then with the Mets, back to the Twins. And number one, Trey Turner, formerly of the Dodgers, now with the Phillies. So the big free agent acquisition for the Cubs, number six, Dansby Swanson. How do you feel about that one there, Dustin? My, my initial reaction is I'd like him to be a, a tad bit higher, especially with uh, Xander Bogertz being third on that list. Um, and I guess if I look at the, you know, I mean, Trey Turner belongs where Trey Turner's at. And I never thought that that was a possibility for the Cubs. I didn't think Trey Turner was ever going to be a Cub. Um, I was all in on Xander Bogertz um, at the start. And so, I mean, the initial reaction is the Cubs got the fourth best shortstop in a four-person class, and some people said, including me at the beginning, knee-jerk, and I'll use jerk as the key word there, that Swanson maybe shouldn't even have been involved in the top three, like being mentioned in the same breath with Turner, Correa, and Bogarts, and that's how this list supports what I said. But um, after seeing the press conference, after learning more about Dansby Swanson, and I think what they're not taking into account here, Crawley, is the shift, and I think Dansby Swanson... And I agree with what Jed Hoyer said, not only on 670 The Score, but also at CubsCon. You know, the Dansby Swanson of these guys is a guy that's going to stick at shortstop for a long time. You're not going to have to move him to third base, a corner outfield spot, or DH. Like He's going to embrace and take on that position. Now, now a couple of things to kind of think about is these lists never take a look at intangibles. Do you get what I'm saying? So yep. as far as leadership, stuff like that, 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 that's not included here. So here's the other thing that I kind of pulled up here. And for the podcast readers, I'll listen to this. If you look at the splits with Dansby Swanson, his career splits, they, they split it up the first three years and the, and the second three seasons he's played. From 2016 to 2019, if you combine it, he was 245 average. 2020 to 2022, 265. So you see a 20-point jump in the last three years. On base, 318 to 324, it's up there. But here's if you're going to really talk offensively about the issue with Dansby Swanson, a lot of swing and miss, okay? That's kind of an issue that he has. Slugging, 2016 to 2019, 385. Slugging in 2022 to 2020 to 2022, 451. So as you're kind of looking at these numbers here offensively, what you're really looking at is a guy in the last three years who's improved greatly and had his best season offensively last year when he hit 25 home runs, scored 99 runs, finished with a 115 OPS plus. Okay. Now where there's no question that, that Dansby has been great ever since he's come up is defensively. He finished first among shortstops with uh, plus 21 runs above average save. So that guy saves you 21 runs compared to the average shortstop. 
that's a huge number, Dustin. Huge, especially with the shift. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Especially with, with no more shift. Huge especially number. like you said, with no more shift, and especially the fact uh, the fact is, is that this is a Cub team that we're worried about offense. So if you can save runs, that's going to help the offense. So, so, you know, I think that, you know, when I look at number six, I don't have a problem. I think you can easily make that argument right now. And then in three years, Dansby Swanson may be in the top three of that list. Do you get what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. Again, and I hope that, and I think Dansby Swanson's a guy that will be aware of this list. And I think Dansby Swanson is a guy that will be upset about where he's listed on this list. And he will look forward to proving the people that put that list together wrong. So I, I, I don't, that's why I don't mind it. Cause it's just a list Crawley. It gives right. you and I something to talk about. It gives us something to talk about on the Mully and Haw show five thirty to 10 on the score. And it gives uh, the opportunity when your players on your team are not as high as they want to be. It gives them something to work harder to, uh, to obtain. Not on the list, Dustin. Who are we missing from this top 10 Well, list? based on the uh, name of the uh, episode, Nico Horner gets no love. But here's where what I will say. Based on us going through this, I, I like the title, and I think you're right. Nico Horner gets no love. But this also, don't want to be a hypocrite, this is going to motivate Nico Horner. And Nico mm-hmm. Horner shouldn't be listed in the shortstop. This goes back to what I said about left field. So the Astros have two left fielders listed. Okay, If Nico Horner was listed, I would say the same thing. Nico Horner's not going to play shortstop for the Cubs unless there's a, a terrible injury to Dansby Swanson. It's just not. He's going to play second base. Now, he's not on the second base list, which we're going to get into, because he hasn't played second base. So I would, if he was number 10 or number 9, and I was an out-of-market looking at this list, and my guy was not on the list, I'd say, how do we know that Nico Horner is going to be a top 10 second baseman? Now, you and I, you and I believe he's going to be. You and I believe that he has the potential to be an all-star at second base. Right. Maybe not this year, but in the next in the next handful of years, and he might be he might be end up being one of the best second basemen on the National League side of things. But let's let's go through the list, Crowley. Let's go through the list of second basemen. Real quick, I just wanted to add on the shortstop is, is, oh. is when you say Nico Horner, again he was he had a 974 fielding percentage. 358 assists were third in the league. He ranked fourth in defensive ratings among shortstop, third in runs allowed, 11th in fielding percentage. Among shortstops, he only trailed Dansby Swanson. He had 14 outs above average as opposed to the 21 that Dansby had. So, okay, you know, I can only go with what happened last year. And to tell me that he wasn't a top 10, good offensively, one of the top defensively, and he's not going to make the top 10? I don't know, man. And, and, and one other thing for Cup fans to keep in mind – Another guy not on this list, Javi Baez. And so as you well, look at Well, he was that, awful at the plate last year, Crawley. Just pathetic. Right. And so Except what, against the White Sox. I'd be very interested to see in the future if one day the way that we talk about all-time great Cubs trades and all-time bad Cubs trades, you know, when you talk about Brock for Broglio, or we just had the anniversary of Larry Boa and Ryan Sandberg for Ivan DeJesus. Yeah, that just passed. Yeah, the 20th. Yep. Was it the 27th or 26th? Yeah, and so when we look at that, 
this this the 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 javi bias for pca trade um we're going to talk a little bit with brian smith from bleacher nation about the top 10 the the top 100 prospects by mlb pipeline it may end up being one of the great trades in all time of cub history let's let's hope let's hope let's hope your lips to god's ears crawling Right. Let's look now at second base. Okay. Cause uh, you know, I had people who sat there and they're like, well, Nico's not playing short this year. Okay. Well then let's look at second. Number 10, Glabar Torres for with the Yankees. Number nine, Colton Wong for the Mariners. Number eight, Kettle Marte for the D-back. Seven, Brandon Donovan for the Cardinals. Jorge Polanco's at six with the Twins. Number five, Brandon Lowe from the Rays. Number four, Marcus Simeon, Texas Rangers. Three, Andres Jimenez from the Guardians. Two, Jeff McNeil with the Mets, and number one, Jose Altuve with the Astros. So I guess my, my, my whole point here, Dustin, when I'm kind of looking at this right now, is, is that you're telling me, okay, well, you know, this was based on last year and not coming up. To, to say that Nico's not a top 10 second baseman, we know he was a gold glove nominee prior. We know what he's hit. It's not like he's playing second base for the first time. So he's not a top 10 shortstop and not a top 10 second baseman? I don't know. Well, I guess the question is, and it maybe we maybe we need to check in with MLB Network and, and talk to the people that were behind this list. So this was this list based on last season? Is it based on projecting this season? Is it a mix between last season and this season? Because that might give us a clearer indication. But I have a good feeling that this time next year, uh, season three, episode seven, um, that. Mr. Doesn't get any love. Nico Horner will be in this top ten list. And 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 I get what you're saying, but in that case, if it's if the projections are based upon last season, then Nico's a top ten shortstop. If the projections are based, if if you're basing this on what you project for the upcoming year, then I think he should be a top ten second baseman. But to, but to completely ignore the guy, I, I, that's fine. I, I'm I'm all about Nico Horner revenge season, and I think to me, I think with Nico Horner. Like, like I said, he's a guy that, that I think this is going to give him fuel, which is why I like this list. I hope he put both of these on his bulletin board because, he, like, like I said, I think he is just going to be phenomenal at second base. I think it's the right position for him. And I think in general, when we, when we come back to here and, and, and you, know, when I do, you know, when we take our post-show notes, we'll come back to this, like you said, next year. And I want to see where everyone's putting uh, Dansby and Nico, seeing where they were ranked this year, seeing where they're ranked after the season's over. Because I have a feeling for Cub fans, this is going to be one of the all-time great middle infield double play combinations. I'm trying to think whether you're talking about uh, Addison Russell and Javi Baez or whether you're talking Dunstan to Sandberg or, you know, further back. Who knows? Maybe you're a guy that liked, uh, you know, Don Kessinger and Glenn Becker. I don't know. However you look at it, I think this is going to rank up there in the top, one of the top double play combinations that we're going to see. 